Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill. This week, uh, gonna be talking about. Uh, well, I'll I'll just say this: it's an episode where the ending you don't really see coming. You really don't. And this week's episode is City Sushi. Um, let's just dive into this episode because it is so bizarre. It is so weird. Um, but let's get into it. This is City Sushi. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on June the 1st, 2011. So the episode begins with Butters. By the way, you're not going to see any of the main guys. No Stan, no Kyle, no Cartman, no Kenny. They are nowhere in this episode. So Butters is dressed as a mailman as he's giving flyers out to the people of the town about a new restaurant that has just opened up in town. Everyone just balls up the paper and they put it on the ground. When Butters goes to City Walk and he meets up with the owner, uh, Lou Kim, and tells him about this new restaurant. So he gives him the paper and, well, Lou Kim is pretty upset. He's upset because, well, it's a Japanese sushi restaurant and... That's going to bring him problems. And he asks Butters, where is this new restaurant? And Butters tells him it's over there. And when he means by it's over there, he means by literally next door. (laughs) It is next to City Walk. So Lou Kim gets very upset and he goes in talks to the owner of City Sushi, and they start having a fight. Well, the only one that gets in trouble out of this is Butters, because, well, it's Butters. So, the police officer tells uh, Butters' dad that basically, Butters has started an Asian turf war, (laughs) which is hilarious, because all he's doing, all he did was give coupons to the townspeople and he was going to get paid for it so butters gets grounded and his parents at this point have no idea what to do so they decide to go see a doctor and this doctor is named dr janice and after talking with butters dr janice says that butters has multiple personality disorder because Dr. Janice spoke to investigative butters, mailman butters, fireman butters, Professor Chaos, among others. And he says that what butters needs is a lot, a lot of tender, loving medication. Lots of medication. So... The next time around, uh, Lou Kim, he goes back to City Sushi and they try to talk it out and they end up getting into another fight. 
Meanwhile, Butters' parents get scared because Butters isn't in the house. So they go to the back outside. And here's Butters pretending to be a truck driver. So he, you know, he's playing, pretending to be a truck driver. And, you know, the dad is freaking out and he's like, calling for Butters to come back and, well, Butters does come back, although he never really changed in any way. So, then we get to this part where Dr. Janice starts talking to Butters and he wants to talk to the different personalities of Butters. And Butters is just being himself, you know, and then as this is going on, we see that, well, Dr. Janice isn't really who he's made out to be, because apparently he has multiple personality disorder. So, we go back to the city sushi, and Lou Kim is going in and the the owner's about ready to fight him a third time when uh Luke Kim says look let, let let's call for a tweety a tweety no 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 tweety tweety no a tweety tweety yes they want a, he wants a tweety so he wants to do an assembly at the school to explain Asian diversity and the own the the sushi owner is like oh that's fine you know we can do that I I have no problem with that so Lou Kim turns his back and he's like ah you're gonna get big surprise you're gonna get big surprise so we'll see what that is in just a moment meanwhile Butters, who is just being himself, has an idea, or he got the idea from Dr. Janice. He is going to leave his computer camera on for the night. He's going to go to sleep, and then he's going to see what is his problem. Because one of the things he said is that he had been wetting his pant or wetting his bed when he's asleep. So. We see Butters watching the video of Butters from the night before. And he fast forwards from when he goes to sleep. So at about 12.17 in the morning, Butters' door opens. And here is Dr. Janice. And he is standing there next to Butters for close to three hours straight. And he slaps him around a couple times. And then he pees all over Butters. So that's how Butters' bed, quote unquote, got wet. So now Butters knows what's really happening. So back at the school, we have this uh, assembly for Asian diversity. And this is where Liu Kim tries to humiliate the sushi owner. Because 
you know, at first they talk about, okay, here's China. China's a big country. Japan's over here is a little country. And then he mentions about the suicide rate in Japan compared to China, which is extremely high. And then he talks about what they did, you know, against the Chinese in the second war, you know, in, in war. And this is getting, you know, the owner very, very mad. So we're having two very unique stories going on here. Now, Butters goes to the office of Dr. Janice. And he's there a little early. Apparently, he's supposed to have a session at 5.30. And Dr. Janice receives this disc. And Butters tells him, this is you. I got you. You peed on me. And Dr. Janice starts to, you know starts to become like a, a criminal because he's like okay you caught me i've been here for seven years f you know making everything up to these townspeople i'm gonna get out of this town but i'm doing one more thing and you're going to come with me so they break in and enter a jewelry store and dr janice is telling butters to get all this jewelry as fat you know as much as he can and it looks like they're getting everything and then they go to the safe and there's a blowtorch and Butters is going to use the blowtorch to crack open the safe door and that'll open, you know, to a lot of money. But as this is going on, Dr. Janice reverse, reverses back and he's like, wait a minute, what am I doing? What are you doing, Butters? You shouldn't be doing this. You're going to get yourself in more trouble. So, the police get called. The police get called. And Dr. Janice explains the whole situation. And the police tell Butter's parents that they're not going to charge him. He's not going to do any jail time. But ground the crap out of him. And the dad's like, oh, we will. We will. So... Butters is now upset at this point. Like, he is just so upset with everything going on that he decides to start a fire. So he's going to burn all of his costumes. No more postman butters. No more driver butters. No more porn star butters. And he's about to end up, like, burning the Professor Chaos costume... When all of a sudden, here's Dr. Janice again. And Dr. Janice, this time, is chasing Butters. And he takes him to the park. And now he reverts to one of his other personalities. And, you know, it's like, you gotta help me, Butters, you gotta help me. And Butters tries to tell... A couple of people walking the street and he's like no 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 you can't tell them you can't tell them and then he shows him that he's got a gun underneath his jacket so butters is in serious serious trouble so meanwhile 
Liu Kim comes back to the sushi the sushi restaurant and he's like look I understand you're mad what I did was very wrong but it was very sneaky like Pearl Harbor remember Pearl Harbor that was sneaky so he decides that they need to have an Asian diversity festival and that way they can you know call truce basically make peace and explain what Chinese people and Japanese people are and then I love this part because the owner is like okay but I don't want you to turn your back and then rub your hands together and say you're gonna come up with something sneaky and Liu Kim is like oh no I won't I won't do that and then he turns his back and rubs his hands and says he's gonna do something very sneaky so now we go to the festival and it's set up very nicely and there is a huge tower in between the two restaurants and it's called a tower of peace so all of this is you know the festival's going on when the city sushi owner gets a gets a note and it's from Lu Kim saying basically meet me at the top of the tower to have a picture taken with me and you know we'll we'll call peace and then he leaves something about how he's going to do something to him again and he's like oh no don't, don't read that last part don't read that last part so the city sushi owner goes up to the tower what'll happen there we'll just have to wait and see meanwhile butters and Dr. Janice are in this abandoned house. And this is where I think things start to get a little bit different. Because as they're going up, Dr. Janice talks to a painted picture first. Then Butter starts to run away. And he loses part of his hair. So Butters then runs into this room and there are all these pictures and, you know, there are words written in red like kill, you know, all this stuff. But it's the sushi owner. That's the picture of the sushi owner. So Dr. Janice comes in, he sees it, and then he reverts to Liu Kim. So wait a minute. Dr. Janice is Liu Kim. What's going on here? And then he realizes that he's got to be at the Tower of Peace. So he runs up, gets to the top, and they have this fight. And then the police come. And the police are like, Stop everything. Liu Kim is actually a white man. And and the Japanese owner is just surprised about this. And he basically jumps off the top of the tower, basically to his death. And, he, and as he's doing this, he's like, Oh no, this is racial stereotype! And he goes through his building, and the owner is dead. 
the owner of City Sushi is now dead. So, now we go to the police station. Investigator Butters saved the day. He figured out the clue, or he figured out this whole case. So then, we get into talking of how, of all the personalities that Dr. Janice had, it was Lou Kim, the owner of CityWalk, that was his strongest, most powerful, I guess we could say, uh, alter ego. So then they decide, you know, we really don't need therapists in this town. And they say that, you know, we should just let Dr. Janice be the owner of CityWalk. And then we get the ending, which is a parody of the ending to Psycho, which, well, I'm just going to, well, it's, I'm basically spoiling the final scene of Psycho. So if you've never seen Psycho, I'm sorry, I'm spoiling the final scene for you. So Lou Kim asks for a blanket. So they walk, they take the blanket over, and they give it to him. And then it is almost word for word the exact dialogue of the final scene of Psycho. And it has the fly, and he's like, You see that fry? I'm not even gonna hurt the fry. And, you know, there's the smile at the end, and then you have the face of Dr. Janice covering over Lou Kim, and then you get a final look at City Walk, and that is the end of City Sushi. Now, like I said, it did... You know, one of the movies that it parodied was Psycho. And gotta explain um, the original Psycho. Because I, I saw the original Psycho. I've seen it. It's a good movie. I don't think it's an all-time great movie. Um, but it's a good movie. And there was even a movie about... 10 years ago called Hitchcock which starred uh, Anthony Hopkins and Helen Mirren I, I recommend this movie where it is basically um, it, it's basically the making of Psycho just you know through the eyes of Hitchcock and his wife so so the movie had a budget of $806,000. It made $50 million at the box office, so I think it did pretty, pretty good. Um, now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain why I'm not a huge fan of this movie, of, of Psycho. Don't get me wrong. I think Psycho is a good movie. It is a good movie. The reason why I don't think it's one of the best movies of all time is because I honestly I I think some of it is a little bit overrated. Now don't get me wrong. The the shower scene is a terrific scene. 
It really is. But it just kind of loses me somewhere in the middle and then you get to the end and again i'm not I'm, here i'm not going to spoil you know what the end is because there is a twist at the end um but honestly it's not even my favorite hitchcock movie my favorite hitchcock movie is vertigo north by northwest um rear window those are some of my favorite hitchcock movies this one i wouldn't have it up in the top five maybe well i don't know maybe 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 top five i'm not sure but it, it the movie has been parodied so much and I'm, i mean my gosh it's done you know it made a lot of people famous but I just, I just was never really, like, I saw the movie, and I was like, eh, okay, I get it, and then, obviously, don't see the remake, I did not see the remake, I, I, you hear terrible things about it, so I'm just like, okay, I will not watch the remake of Psycho, but what I would recommend for those that have never seen the original Psycho Go watch the original Psycho. Go watch that movie. Then watch Hitchcock, the movie with Anthony Hopkins and Helen Mirren, which is about the making of Psycho. Good movie, underrated movie. Go check that out. Now, as far as this episode goes, it's a good episode. I I enjoy the episode... I think it's better than last week's episode, uh, the Crack Baby episode. The ending kind of threw me a little bit. So, I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10. I think, honestly, the quote-unquote Asian turf war story is what holds this episode together. Um, the Butters story is good too. It's just you never think of the two stories coming together at one at the very end, and that kind of hurts it, I think, for me, anyway. So I'm gonna give this a seven out of ten. Um, couple of cultural references, and then I'm gonna talk about the rating I got for that episode and critical, uh, you know, thoughts from critics. So the Doctor Janice name is from the Roman god Janus, J-A-N-U-S, which is God of Transitions. The god is generally depicted with two faces, one on the front of his head and one on the back. So the scene in which Butters watches a video he recorded is a reference to the film Paranormal Activity, where they've done, I think, like two other movies of that sense. I'm, I might be wrong. Uh, Butters, when he is playing a trucker, he is quoting parts of the song Convoy by C.W. McCall. And the scene in which Dr. Janice first reveals his multiple personalities, one of the personalities says, the horned toad says we should go to Mexico. That line is a quote from the movie The Outlaw Josie Wales, spoken by the character Lone Wade, portrayed by actor Chief Dan George. Now, 
As far as how many people watched this episode, this was viewed by 2.56 million viewers. So this was viewed a, a, a good number up from the last several weeks anyway. So it did really good in the ratings. Assignment X rated this episode a B plus, stating that South Park had, quote, emerged from its slump, stating the spoof of horror movies is where the episode really excels. The AV Club gave it the same rating, praising the creators on their mindfulness of not diluting Butter's character by repeatedly putting him in the spotlight. Meanwhile, IGN gave the episode a mixed review, stating... So far, this season has displayed a drastic drop in quality, and it's sad when even Butters can't put it right. Now to IMDb to see how people thought of this episode. Of over 2,300 people, the average rating for this episode is an 8 out of 10. 699 people gave it a 10 352 people 352 people gave it a 7 that's the score I'm giving this episode 493 people gave it a 10 and 40 people gave it a 1 so to break it into demographics the average rating for well for both males and females is a 7.9 with the highest demographic for males being under 18 with an 8.2 rating and the highest demographic for females is the 18 to 29 range with an 8.3 rating. We have a lot of reviews this week from IMDB. A lot of user reviews, which is always good. So, let's take a look at these reviews. Going to start with someone that we have not mentioned in a long time, Gangsta Hippie. Gangsta Hippie wrote, A Japanese sushi restaurant is built in South Park. This causes problems with the Chinese owner of the City Walk restaurant. He consistently tries to get rid of the Japanese restaurant owner. During one of the incidents, Butters is blamed so his parents put him through therapy. The doctor diagnoses him with multiple personality disorder. However, the doctor is actually the one with the disorder. Butters tries to help the doctor out while fearing for his other angrier personalities. This episode is fairly entertaining, has funny moments, and the twist is very good. There are references to a few horror movies, such as Psycho. While watching the episode, I was reminded of the film Raising Cain with John Lithgow. Both films feature multiple personality disorder. Overall, a good episode. Next episode or next review is from The Mighty Servo, who wrote, not really any spoilers, but a mention of a character who doesn't appear, who you may be expecting to, and sadly does not. There are a few laughs to be had, but much of this episode revisits ground that's already been covered in previous episodes. It's kind of a cross between episode 1102, Cartman Sucks, 514, Butter's very own episode, and all the episodes involving City Walk. It's adequate, but in contrast with other episodes, not that great. Most viewers probably won't get much out of the episode. A few might, depending on their ethnic group, as the over-the-top shock that the episode goes for may cause some attention, but for many viewers, the critical over-the-top shock they go for just won't hit home. 
One thing that this reviewer sees is that one of the major themes of the episode would have been made greatly funnier with the inclusion of Mitch Connor. Didn't we have Mitch Connor like a few weeks ago? Yeah, I think we did. I, I, I can't think of the episode right now, but I, I know we did at some point. Okay, Rain Dog Jr. wrote, The first scene of City Sushi has to be one of the sweetest butter moments in recent memory. Imagine this lovely character happily doing his job of delivering some flyers of the new restaurant in town, the City Sushi, without realizing that no one gives a crap for his flyers. While there is a quite violent subplot dealing with minor character Lu Kim, owner of the City Walk Chinese restaurant, that delivers some good laughs, although nothing is hilariously memorable as Lu Kim's Mongolians from some years ago, and a big conclusion, this is definitely a Butters episode. Nothing of what we get with Butters is unfamiliar. It's all about his dumb parents and his really bad luck. Nevertheless, is good material. You'll laugh damn hard, and that's the important issue here. After all is placing the classic Butters misfortune in the horror territory. The combination of having the most adorable character and some really creepy stuff together works really well. It has references to movies like Paranormal Activity, and it is actually kind of creepier than that movie itself. Some really effed up things are going on in this worthy half hour of South Park. Alright, uh, let's go to Michael Armstrong 827 who wrote, My girlfriend and myself are both appalled at the insensitivity of the South Park Studios team. We both are avid fans of South Park, but this episode hit home without any real explanation as to why they went this route. It is classic in the sense of making fun of some sort of mental or physical condition, but took a turn for the worse by not explaining anything about the condition. What they were making fun of was DID, or Multiple Personality Disorder. Unlike in other classic episodes, like when Cartman has Tourette's, in which they make fun of, but also show the serious side of the condition, all they did was openly mock people with DID. My girlfriend has to deal with DID on an everyday basis, and it is in no way funny. This insensitiveness towards people who actually have this condition has made us not want to watch any more South Park episodes. I would not recommend them anymore. Next review is from Hershey Joe who wrote, Hilarious! Definitely butters at his best, and writing at its best. The episode's structure is just about perfect in my opinion. I'm a sucker for twists, so that definitely accounts for my fondness of this episode. The real identity of the therapist reveal, as well as the homage in the last scene, were the cherry on top of an already great episode. This review is from Squib31, who wrote, One of my favorite episodes. Funny, touching, well-written, and well-paced. And of course, the twist. Only didn't get a 10 because I hate seeing Butters and Pearl, which happens so often. And the final review is from Ava Priest, who wrote, Best episode ever. The twist is genius. Blew my mind. Okay, I want to go back real quick to the review from Michael Armstrong 827 talking about how they did not explain multiple personality disorder. and But yet they did in the Tourette's episode. And I actually understand where he and his girlfriend, when they wrote, or when he wrote this review, 
are coming from. Of course, I don't know if they stayed together and ended up getting married or not, so I'm not going to assume, you know, if they did or didn't. They make a really good point. Should they have done a part where they, you know, describe multiple personality disorder, like do a serious scene? Yeah, they probably should have, but when you have an episode that was made the way it was, where you have two owners fighting each other, the Japanese owner and the Chinese owner, and then you have the doctor and Butters. Unfortunately, the writers did not find the time to put in a scene to discuss multiple, you know, personality disorder. But the thing is, there wasn't a scene in this like there was in the Tourette's episode where somebody thought that someone was making fun of someone with Tourette's. So there, they couldn't really do that kind of scene. I understand where this reviewer was coming from. I totally understand, and I actually kind of agree with him, but with the way this episode was written, it didn't really turn out the way that, you know, it could have. But it is what it is. That, that, that's all I can really say about that. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. You guys can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and join the Facebook group Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, where you can join other fans to discuss past, present, and maybe future episodes coming down the pike. And if you can't find us, it's okay. I put the link in the description of each and every episode. Next time around, we're going to hit the halfway point of Season 15 of South Park with perhaps the saddest ending to an episode of South Park ever. It's You're Getting Old next time on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill. Thank you all for tuning in, and I'll talk to you all next time.